0: This is your Wendy's wake-up call. Start your day with a better breakfast and get a free drink with any of our morning-making breakfast sandwiches. That's your favorite drink in a Wendy's cup, free. Fresh-brewed coffee, free. Diet Coke, free. Vanilla Frosty Chino, that's cold brew plus frosty creamer plus free. So don't sleep on this deal. Get any size drink in a Wendy's cup, free, when you buy any breakfast sandwich. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only or participating Wendy's on the card only. Offer valid upon request on lowest-priced qualifying item. Not valid for third-party delivery. I'm Ed, Shane Company's lead diamond buyer. One thing I'd love our customers to know is that no fewer than five sets of expert eyes examine your diamond. No other jeweler does this, and this is how we can offer you the most beautiful diamonds. We're always traveling to the diamond capitals of the world, where our long-standing relationships allow us to look at the diamonds as they're coming off the stonecutter's wheel. We get first pick of the prettiest diamonds in every grade. All of our diamonds are conflict-free and natural. Unlike lab-grown diamonds, natural diamonds have consistently maintained or increased in value over time. There's so many reasons to feel confident about choosing a Shane Company diamond. With the largest selection of diamonds in every price range, you'll easily find a stunning diamond that speaks to you. Visit us in San Mateo, Walnut Creek, or in Cupertino, where we've moved to a new location just two miles down Stevens Creek Boulevard. Now you have a friend in the jewelry business Shane Company and ShaneCo.com. Welcome to the Browns Wire Podcast. This is your host, Josh Keeley. With me again is Donovan James. We're going to have another week of our best bets, hitting up their three college best bets and our three NFL best bets after a pretty successful weekend, I'd say. Donovan, I know you were talking briefly yesterday. You had good weekends in both. I only had a good college weekend. I
1: had a solid weekend. I want to win every game. It's fun. But uh, yeah, I went 2-1 in college football, and then I went 2-1 as well in the NFL, so Actually, yeah I I blew do. blew a couple of games, but for the most part did pretty well,
0: yeah, so I mean, if you're ready, I'm ready, we can just jump right into it do a little yeah. recap of last week. um so I had a couple of my best bets. I tweeted them out. we talked about it last week i did i I had a I don't want to cop out, so I named three Saturday games. My three best bets were actually matching games during the week. I took Ohio that ended up backfire, so I lost that game. They struggled with Akron, even though Akron blows. Um, Kent State blew the breaks off of Bowling Green, and then CMU blew the brakes off of NIU. So I did go 2-1 and one in my official best bets that I posted on Twitter. But for the podcast, I, I named three more teams because I didn't want to cop out, and one of them was West Virginia against TCU. West Virginia beat TCU, kind of like we expected. TCU is pretty one-dimensional. Uh, and then I took Louisiana Lafayette. Louisiana Lafayette beat the breaks off of what was, I think it was South Alabama they their playing, And then the other game, Coastal Carolina got canceled. Literally, I think we were hanging up off this podcast. And it got it got canceled for COVID reasons. So I mean, yeah, that's pretty. That's a pretty good week, dude.
1: Yeah, it's not bad. Not bad at all. You know, like I said, you want to win every game, but you can't dude, win it all. Love, bro. You, you had the Maction games too, though. So I, I didn't have those. So I didn't have those to uh, lean on. I've seen. I need to bet on like high school football games. <laughs> Jeez, because I don't really watch instead of instead of watching the MAC and like lower <laughs> conferences, I usually watch a lot of high school football instead, bro.
0: That's deep. Yeah,
1: well, it's hard right now because it's like I usually would be at the games covering them, but I can't. There's no media there, so. Um, yeah. So what did you do?
0: what did you do in college? What, what, how would you, what were the three games you picked on the spot? Um,
1: I took Arizona, and that's
0: I right. At, you
1: know, USC had another nail biter, another final finish. At the but you last took
0: day. you took Arizona getting 14 points. Yeah! 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 And we talked about how that was a fade (laughs) of the points because we talked about 90% of the people bet on USC, and you went against the grain, took Arizona, and you won that bet.
1: Yeah, Arizona should should have won the game, really, but (laughs) USC found a way to win again versus another team from uh, Arizona. But uh, I took Miami, Virginia Tech. That one was a struggle, obviously, but uh, they won. And then Boston College, Notre Dame, I lost that game. Did Miami Miami spread? Yeah, they did. They did? Okay. Okay.
0: And barely then, though yeah <laughs> it was barely yeah was like they and won then, by
1: four i think and the spread was two and a
0: half that's right and then you took boston college and that was that was close to And the notre dame kind of but boston college went up early and then they just kind of fell apart from there um phil jerkovich couldn't outduel ian book I, I gotta tell you I, I bashed him a little bit last week when you were, we were talking about notre dame uh i think i was wrong about ian book huh? i'm gonna go back and we're not we're not in draft prep talk just yet but you know, there's something there, bro. There, I've seen worse players than him get drafted. There's something there. He's a
1: Colt McCoyish type of player. Like I think he'll have a long. I think better. Yeah, like the, I think he'll be in the NFL for six to eight years, maybe even longer. He sticks on the right couple of teams, and he can start bro, him. He's not as good as Colt McCoy. But I mean, am saying that's his ceiling.
0: I don't know. He's right. I mean, <laughs> we'll, I don't want to. I don't want to make any comparisons because I'm not. I'm not deep into his tape yet but i don't think that's a terrible comparison no i like it
1: um okay. i watch a lot of Notre Dame games um just because that is a rival team and i just always been enamored by the Notre Dame program uh so just being an sc fan like watching those guys play uh that's kind of the midwest team I always used to watch as a kid so i've watched a lot of Notre Dame tape and uh yeah man he's good he's a real he's yeah. gotten better that's a good thing because he was this is a guy that wasn't supposed to be where he is That's right right. starting quarterback in Notre Dame. He had a hustle and bustle. Even the work he was like fourth on the depth chart three years ago, and he's made the most out of it for sure. That's
0: right. So let's go <laughs> into well, I'll, I'll give you my top three best college best bets. Let me just tell you, I'm already getting hit by COVID. So my number one best bet was Kent State getting giving 24 four points to Akron. That game actually happened last night while we were recording. I did tweet it out. For those of you that follow me on Twitter at Josh Keatley16, you saw that bet. Kent State demonstrated. Demolished Akron 69 to 3. Okay, they wanted no part of Kent State quarterback Dustin Crum. So that was actually my first bet, best bet. My second best bet was Wyoming giving 20 points to Utah State, which was supposed to this was supposed to occur on Thursday. That game actually got canceled by COVID. So let me give you my third best bet. Clemson giving 34 and a half points to Florida State. Clemson currently sits at 7-1. Their only loss was last, no two weeks ago, I'm sorry, to Notre Dame. Florida State currently sits at 1-6. Um Clemson lost to Notre Dame 40 to 47. Florida State last lost to North Carolina State 22 to 38. Clemson has one, they have covered. Not just one, they've covered the last three contests versus Florida State, and they were favored by 25 last year, 18 the year before, and 16 the year before. So this giant spread isn't crazy for them. The last three combined games, Clemson versus Florida State, Clemson has won 104 to 24. All the last two games, Trevor Lawrence didn't even play in the fourth quarter. So if the Clemson t- Tigers want to come out and put some style points up, they can definitely do so against the Florida State team. What do you think, Donald?
1: Yeah, this was one of the games I probably should have taken and didn't. Um, <laughs> this game is going to get ugly. Obviously, they have so many guys that I've opted out, and they're already bad with those guys, and those are their best players. Um, Marvin Wilson's out. <clears throat> now, I mean, they got two starting receivers out. Um, they don't have anyone. Jordan Travis is actually a pretty decent quarterback. Like he's yeah. the best quarterback See? out of the bunch. You out think of the, out of the bunch? I think yeah. Um, because he runs they, hard. they well, they yeah. I know Blackman's gone. Uh, Jordan Travis is there now. They still have uh, Bubba Purdy. Uh, they have uh, gosh, what's the kid? They got Tate Rittermaker. Got a lot of guys, but I think Jordan Travis is the best. It doesn't matter. They're gonna lose by a lot. Um, the only reason I didn't touch this game is because. I don't know man it just depends how um, Clemson wants to play it like if they want to run up the score maybe <laughs> if they want to it might not matter. Um, now really, yeah. it is important
0: to remember too that 34 and DJ comes DJ comes in that's, that's like yeah. a
1: starting quarterback
0: pretty much Yeah, no, sh- no shit yeah yeah no shit. It is a good reminder that we did <laughs> I did place this bet on Monday when the spread was 34 and a half I believe it's gone over 35 all of our odds the spreads are brought to you by uh, BetMGM uh, but I believe it's over 35 now. I should have double-checked that before I jumped in the show. But there's a big difference, as you know, Donovan, between 34.5 and, and 35. Because now Clemson can win by five touchdowns, and I still win my bet. If you're given 35 points, it, Clemson's got to win by more than five touchdowns. So, But, again, yeah. Clemson's nasty, and Florida State is terrible. So I, I like my bet. What do you have for your best bet?
1: Um, uh, My best bet, I looked at one to the Pac-12. Got UCLA um, covering 13 and a half for Oregon. Uh, I like
0: Oregon.
1: Yeah, I, I, you know, obviously Chip playing his old team uh, up in Austin Stadium. And I think Oregon wins this game, definitely. But I think Oregon, <clears throat> you know, the first week versus Stanford didn't cover, um, they didn't cover by one point. And then they didn't cover the Washington State game last week either. And I'm thinking Oregon and Justin Flo, they're starting middle linebackers out for the season with a torn ACL. That just happened. Um, so I think Dorian Thompson Robinson's been playing really well. They can run the ball. He's the leading rusher and passer on the team. He's
0: very um, good. He's their very offense good. is great. They very have their
1: worst, yeah, worst defense in the Pac 12 is UCLA. Best, well, top five offense really is UCLA too. So I think they can hang in there and maybe lose by about 10 points, uh, nine, 10 point game. I think Oregon, with Tyler Schell too at quarterback, they've been running the ball a lot more. Um, and CJ Verdell and those guys, uh, they've run the ball way more than at any point in Oregon's past like, decade. Yeah. They're a running team now. Uh, so they're not blowing people out of by as much because they're not throwing 40, 50 times a game with Tyler. He's definitely a 20, 25 pass game guy. Verdell. Can...
0: Verdell's the offense.
1: Yeah, Verdell, and as I said, Tyler's good. He can Tyler makes really big throws. Uh, I clutch moments so far is what I've seen from him for a young kid. But uh, he's not an elite passer quite yet. Still so young. His first year starting. He's only uh, a sophomore. So, uh, yeah, I'll take or I'll take UCLA. Excuse me. Uh,
0: yeah, that's a very <laughs> interesting game. I. I- I thought about it. UCLA beat the brakes off of Cal thirty-four to ten this on Sunday, um, and then they barely lost to a Colorado team who's looking pretty damn good. Colorado is sitting at two zero and has uh, done very well. Um, so I don't really, I don't know where that puts UCLA. Um, so it, it is very, it's a very interesting handicap. I do think that you're right. Oregon does rely heavily on the run this year. It's a different Oregon team than usual, so I think that's a pretty solid bet. I can definitely see where you're coming at. Uh, my second best bet. I am taking Troy, giving 11.5 points to Tennessee State at Troy. Middle Tennessee State currently sits at 2-6. Troy sits at 4-3. Middle Tennessee State lost to Marshall, got the crap kicked down by Marshall last week at 42-14. Now Marshall isn't defeated, so I'm not going to hold him too bad. Troy did lose to Georgia Southern as <coughs> well last week, 13-20. Uh, to 20. Actually, I'm sorry, it was two weeks ago. That's part of my handicap is that Troy is coming off a bye. But you know what's really key, Donovan, about this game? What's that? What's that? What's that? These two teams have already played. They played on September nineteenth. Why they got scheduled twice? I don't know. It obviously, has something to do with COVID, but I'm not sure how that worked out. And Troy beat the crap out of them, forty-seven to fourteen. So, I, I mean, they, they already. What's, a, what's the spread? So the spread is eleven and a half, and Troy, and Troy already played them in September and beat them forty-seven to 14 now i also want to remind you when the for the contest on september 19th middle tennessee state was favored by six and a half and troy still beat the breaks off them 47 to 14 i feel like i'm getting a discount you know we talk a lot about how especially in the NFL, it's hard to beat teams twice and it's hard to beat teams twice even in college right but not when you beat them by 30 points dude you know for Ohio State to beat Michigan twice. It's hard for Alabama to beat Georgia twice. It's hard for Alabama to beat LSU twice. It's not hard for Alabama to beat Vanderbilt twice. Do you know what I mean? That's what you're kind of looking at here. Troy, I just, I don't know why the spread is so small for a team that's already beat the crap out of them. And they're coming off of a bye, bro. And they're at Troy. Seems like he's better Seems like yeah,
1: that does seem like easy bet. I didn't even I didn't realize that they played each other already. I did Super not straight. realize that. Super um, straight. Yeah, it's because of the COVID stuff. They can't really play. There's there's no auto uh, conference games really. So you, you know, a conference like that, they're just trying to so stack weird. up wins. I guess. So yeah, but weird. Troy's weird. They lost their homecoming game. I know to Georgia State. Um, never supposed to lose that game, but and you lose to Georgia Southern as well. But yeah, I mean, they, they they're
0: very they're very weird. Yeah, um, BYU got
1: losses, obviously. I mean, they weren't
0: going to beat BYU well, forever. You, so. you have to remember, too, Neil Brown's gone. Neil Brown's at West Virginia. So this, yeah. w- Troy, this Troy team, I think you're starting to see them fall off. Detroit was always one of the best teams in the conference. It was Appy State, Troy, you know, Louisiana Lafayette. Now that Neil Brown's gone, I think you're going to start to see Troy fall back to the middle of the pack. But they still got a lot of that talent they had when Neil Brown was there. And a lot of that talent's on the defensive side of the ball. And Middle no. Tennessee State can't move the ball. They lost the stock still. They lost his the son. I don't know if he's still. If he's, I don't know if that's the deal. If he's crying or mourning the his son graduating still. I don't know what the deal is. But their offense blows. Their offense is terrible. So that's what it's I'm bad. rocking. It's not okay. good. What's your second yeah. best bet? Um, I
1: took App State over Coastal Carolina.
0: Oh, I to,
1: yeah, I oh. know. I know, I know you're gonna say something about this one. I know you love Coastal Carolina, but I mean, we know. I didn't why, touch this we, bad boy. App Ab- State's a damn good football team too. They're a really good football team. Yes, uh, they obviously, are. Coastal Carolina is a a ranked team, and uh, you know, they're well deserving. They, they're undefeated, but Zach Thomas on uh, in, in this offensive line they have, which is uh, all seniors, I believe. You know, um, coming back from last year, I think they win the game, uh, or not, win- not necessarily win the game. I don't know if I'm picking to win, but I think they can win. Um, And five and a half is kind of a – it's a solid spread. It's about almost what it should be. It's pretty big, though. I thought it would be like three. I thought it would be like three or two because I think the talent is really close. I think App State has better top-end players. Coastal Carolina might be a little bit better overall of a team. Uh, I really like Zach Thomas a lot, though. He's one of the most underrated, if not the most underrated quarterback in the country. But that quarterback on their side is good, too, though, so – That'll be. This is gonna be a fun game. It's one of the best. A lot of games are still getting canceled. I don't know how many games we're gonna have left in the week, but you're this kidding. is definitely this is one of the best one for sure. I don't know what time it is. I have to check that, but I actually,
0: watch. I but do. On. I agree with you. I think you're right. I would take Appy State given the the current climate. um Appy State does have more talent. Zach Thomas is an NFL caliber quarterback. I mean, shit. They had a wide receiver, Corey Sun. That that. Uh, opted out because he is NFL level. They always got NFL level running backs. You know, Darrington Evans was the last guy. They're, they're very competitive. They're always good. They've recruited well for years. Coastal Carolina is just not hitting that cusp, and they're not there all the way. You know, I don't think that there are four or five guys that are going to get NFL shots at Coastal Carolina. There's definitely four or five guys who are going to get shots at Appy State. With that said, another reason why I'm staying away from this game is Zach Thomas did get carted off in the last game. Not only did he get hurt, he was carted off.
1: Concussion protocol,
0: or no? It was like it was like it, it was a leg injury. Um But there, I, I I was googling it while you were talking whether or not he was going to be back. There's no indication that he's going to be out. So it looks okay. like that you 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 should be all right. But he he definitely got carted off. He might not be 100%. though. So there's something <laughs> something to definitely monitor. Okay. But I, I definitely that. lean with you. I definitely lean with you. Okay, fair. I didn't know that. Good. I'm glad you know Josh. Research, there you go. So. <laughs> there you go. My third best bet, I'm going to go with Alabama, giving 30 points to Kentucky. Uh, Donovan and I got a little bit of an argument or dispute last night about the SEC, ACC. We were comparing conferences off air. Uh, afterwards, I went back, dove into my notes a little bit deeper uh, because I had the three games I originally talked about. Remember, I, I, they, this was not on my radar. This was not—I was going to put money on it, but this was not my top three games. But I wanted to grab some more games for this podcast because I had games get canceled and games that already took place. Uh, I took Alabama given thirty points to Kentucky. We talked about how Kentucky's offense can only run the ball. They barely beat Vanderbilt, who's pathetic—thirty-eight to thirty-five. Barely beat them. Kentucky was favored by 18, and they only won by three points against arguably the worst team in college football. Vanderbilt would be middle of, middle of the pack in the Sun Belt. They're not good. Meanwhile, uh, Alabama beat the breaks off of Mississippi State 41 to zero. Now we know that Mississippi State has really struggled this year, but Alabama still exceeded expectations. They were favored by 28 and a half. They almost doubled the spread. Okay, Mac Jones has been a, a fantastic this year. He's got himself in the Heisman conversation. I don't think that's going to slow down against Kentucky. K- Kentucky's going to have to <coughs> throw the ball in the game and they only average 123 passing yards per game that's not going to do the trick you're not going to be able to run the ball and stay in the game in alabama alabama's only got one by five touchdowns they can't throw the ball 123 yards per game dude
1: yeah it's going to be pretty bad i think uh kentucky's secondary isn't good as well on uh, their front seven's not bad uh they're kind of young on defense they've lost a lot on defense in the past two or three years yeah. and that's not a team that can just Turn it over and get new five four stars because that, that's not what they get. Uh, funny thing is, Mac Jones was once committed to the University of Kentucky.
0: That's not right.
1: Um, yeah, he was committed to the that's University fine. of Kentucky. He flipped um, from Kentucky to Alabama, and the rest is history. I guess he waited his turn. He would have started right away at, at Kentucky, but he know he knew what he was waiting on at Alabama. So, well, maybe because Lynn Bowden, dude. Uh, Lynn- I, think, I think I don't. Know. I don't think I don't think Bowden would ever play quarterback if you know, they had Mac Jones. Oh, uh, you don't think? No, Matt Jones would have been the highest recruit at quarterback since Tim Couch. Four yeah, you're star. probably right. I mean, right. I mean right. maybe. maybe. I don't know. I think Lynn Bowen, they kind of just, like, had to back into that um, situation. Um, I, just, so it worked out, but, I mean, they kind of backed into it. Because, I mean, Terry Wilson, um, he's a big recruit, too. Um, he's out. You know, he's hurt all the time. So always f- he's always hurt. Always hurt. That was, you know, he's solid, but he's always hurt. Joey Gatwood, or Gatewood, excuse me, Um is raw, very, very raw prospect. But he, he's a big He doesn't player. like to
0: throw more than five yards, dude. Just no. He may he's, have he may have all the talent in the world. He does not like to throw it farther than five yards. Dude, they were down. Who who were they playing? They were playing someone a couple of weeks ago and they were down big. And they were like running prevent. They were like he, he refused to take a shot downfield, dude. He just refuses to take shots downfield. That's how their that whole offense is. I don't know if Mac Jones would be even would even be get getting noticed at Kentucky cuz Mark Stoops refuses to let the ball loose. It's all bash bash bash. 3 yards out, 3 yards yeah. out. Problem. I think Small some problem. of that
1: is I think some of that's bad quarterback play. I think he would be able to extend the ball downfield. I mean, was, Gay was not a good thrower downfield he never has been. Neither is Terry Wilson, neither is Lynn Bowden. Um so yeah, that's the quarterbacks. That, I mean, the quarterbacks they had just haven't been good downfield. They've been more like running quarterbacks. Um so We'll see. I mean, I don't think they'll have a chance. I mean, they'll, uh, Alabama, Kentucky's defense is solid. Um, they're really well coached. Um, they've overachieved the past two years, really, because they're really not that talented as, as people probably would think as the record would show. I mean, they won a lot of games with uh, bottom four talent in that conference. Um, just rec- going off recruiting ranking and stuff, they, they've definitely developed guys, but – yeah, Alabama should win this easily. They can run the ball on them. They can pass. They'll probably pass more because Kentucky does have a pretty good front seven, but they can do whatever they want. They'll win by it. a lot. <laughs> it's, I, it's I a mean, big
0: spread. It makes me nervous a little bit, but man, Kentucky's it's, it's bad. a really big spread. Yeah. Kentucky, Kentucky's real bad. Yeah. I mean, they barely beat Vanderbilt. We talked about Vanderbilt being, I mean, Vanderbilt's terrible. Yeah. What you got for your best bet? Your third best bet.
1: Um, I have I'll stick with the SEC. I took this one's gonna kinda be a little bit of a shocker for some people. LSU and Arkansas. Oh my um, god. Yeah, I know LSU this is obviously a big rivalry game, and this is Arkansas's best shot by far to win this game because it has not looked pretty for them the past few years. Um, but yeah, obviously LSU's playing a lot of young guys, you know. Um they're gonna be starting a bunch of true freshmen and you know, uh, they're going to have to lean on um, Davis, Davis Price, um, Tyrion and, and Emory, jo- uh, John Emory, excuse me, at running back. Um, TJ Finley, at quarterback, is going to be playing Miles Brennan's out for the season. Um, I like TJ Finley. Um, he's definitely a, a, a project as well, but the games he has played, he's played pretty well. He's one of the players that had COVID, so um, he wasn't injured, so I hope he can bounce back. Um from, you know, his COVID situation that he had. But they're gonna just have to run the ball and that's gonna be a it's gonna be a low scoring game. And the reason I, I did take it is because I think LSU, yeah, they've been playing bad and they've thrown away their season. They have the most opt outs of any power five school in the country. But those young guys wanna play for something too. Um these guys would have normally been not playing or red shirts and they I mean all their guys are five, four star guys. it's not like they're not talented. They're just young and inexperienced. Um I think the talent would just uphold. And they'll beat them. And I'm not saying they're gonna blow out Arkansas or anything, but I think they can beat them by a touchdown or ten. And that's actually bad. I mean LSU should be <laughs> they should be winning by usually win by thirty-three. That's the average they won by <laughs> this game since Coach Joe's taking over. Thirty-three point eight points. So I think they win by about ten. Um they're winning by thirty-three. I'd, I highly doubt that with this LSU team, but I still think they win. Two and a half, I think, is yeah, two and a half is spread. That's that's Dude, low. Ar- this is Arkansas. This is the biggest game of the season for them to me. Um, because this is if you know anything about LSU Arkansas, it's just so lopsided, man. And mm-hmm. like, recru- <laughs> and all these kids have played each other and know each other really well because they're bordering states, and it's just it's a big game for Coach Pittman, man. And obviously. Like I said, Coach O, (laughs) he is, they've got a lot of stuff going on in that program, so this is a good time for Arkansas to win. But I don't know, man. I still think LSU pulls it off just because of the talent. If they lose this game, this is big. This is really big big for Arkansas.
0: I I like that handicap. I like your bet. I lean with you. The reason I don't the reason I'm scared of that game slightly is because Arkansas is playing the best football I've seen them play in years. And LSU is playing the worst football I've ever seen in years. This may be the worst team in college football history to come off of a national championship. I mean, dude, they're awful. And I know they've had a lot of opt-outs. There's no goddamn excuse. There's no, no excuse. Even at with all. their opt-outs, I'm sure they have. I, I'm, even With their opt outs, I would be willing to bet my salary that LSU has five times as many four and five star recruits than Arkansas. There's no reason for it, dude. They got—I mean, there's no reason for them to be this bad. So at at some point, you got to bet on the talent. With the spread being this low, Um, you would think there's probably some kind of intimidation factor there too with Arkansas. Like they've never really beaten—they've never beaten a team of the caliber of LSU. So I I think that that, that—that's pretty intimidating. That should give LSU. As well, you know what I mean.
1: It is, and Arkansas is actually a pretty experienced team. Um, what Chad Moore's left wasn't a bad football team, especially they got a couple transfers in. Um, I don't think I don't think they were that bad. Like I think Felipe Pranks was good. I think that was a big that was a big deal for them. Yeah, that was a huge deal was they, that, that, was, that was well that was the Chad, that was a thing with Chad Moore. He couldn't develop quarterbacks, and then mm-hmm. he got one. You know, Sam Pittman got one, that was a big one he got because uh, he's actually improved. He's still not yes, he still not as good as he was supposed to be at all. He's pretty I much don't like know. I mean he, nah, he, he was nah, he was he was he's the second second to, uh highest rated quarterback coming out of high school. He's not oh, see, ever yeah, he's he's not ever gonna yeah, he was supposed to be all American. He's just not even close. Um <laughs> to me, I mean just as recruiting guy, you can't be a five star and then like and he's probably gonna get drafted, but it won't be He should get drafted. I mean it six, six, it, two, it, six, seven, Yeah, it'll as be, as well. it'll be late. It'll he's be really late. Yeah, be See, I, that, Him and be Gartano something. are both not Don't. good. Yeah, like. Well, I, you they, know what? That's the Felipe Franks is a, a solid, like, low end quarterback. Gartano's horrible. That's the difference. Like, you know, like, but
0: I've always yeah. compared
1: those two guys came out together and they were always compared to each other. And obviously, really? one is,
0: yeah, yeah
1: one is okay. I mean, Felipe is great. Now he's he's a he's a hard worker. He's tough as hell and that kid is just he'll make plays and fight. I think Garantano Thomas is just horrible. Like
0: he's bad. He's But he
1: look, he can throw the ball far, but it's like what's the point? He just
0: makes bad decisions. He's got a lot of talent. He just makes bad decisions. He just throws a lot of picks. I mean, though he a goddamn he probably averages two picks a game.
1: Yeah, man, it's bad. It's horrible. All
0: yeah. right, let's move on to the NFL. Uh, I had a better week than I thought when I talked to you last night. I actually went 2-0 oh, and 1. I took the Buffalo Bills getting two points from the Arizona Cardinals. That pushed. I'll take that game nine times out of ten. I made the right handicap on that game. I'm betting on Buffalo every time. Every time in that situation. Uh, I didn't know that the Hail Murray was going to occur. That was that's kind of a one I don't I don't that's not a regular thing. That's a very irregular. BS thing that cost me money. I also took the Colts. They were the underdog getting one and a half points uh, from the Tennessee Titans. They actually won outright 34-17. They won big. Then I took the Minnesota Vikings giving two and a half points to Chicago. They went outright 19-13. to uh, So I'm pretty satisfied with that. Not one loss. I'll count the push as a loss, but uh, not one loss on my resume. How would you do? Uh,
1: I did well. Um, like I said, 2-1, the New Orleans game over San Francisco. That was a little closer than I thought early on. God for
0: Winston,
1: huh? Dude? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, then the Chargers game I lost versus the Dolphins. Uh you know, that game was so bad that Justin Herbert cut his hair today, you know, it looks like a thirteen year old Disney dude, channel. Yeah. Like Yeah, dude. He looks like a, like a little kid still, dude. Oh uh, like seriously, looks like he's like a preteen. Um uh, but no, I lost that one too. I was just playing. That was that was a very impressive game to me for the Dolphins. I didn't take the Dolphins too serious before that game. And the only reason I didn't is because they had a lot of hype going to the game, and I was like, yeah. "Can they?" It's different when you're playing as the the hype team, as the favorite. You're not down all the time; like you don't have that excuse. Well, I'm the underdog. Like you're the favorite, you're the hunted now. And they they showed up and showed out. So I got to give Miami credit. Two is playing phenomenal. Uh, in the Tampa Bay game, like I said Carolina started off pretty solid early, like they normally do, but they couldn't hang with Tampa Bay. And Antonio Brown caught some passes. Looks like they got the rhythm back a little bit. So, Tampa Bay, yeah. On that one,
0: so. Totally. Uh, so, I'm going to start out hot again. I went Thursday night football last week. I'm going to go Thursday night football again. I'm taking the Seattle Seahawks, uh, giving three points to the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, I I know I keep betting against the Arizona Cardinals. When am I going to learn my lesson? And I keep betting on Russell Wilson. I bet on the Seahawks last week. If anybody saw him, pays attention to me on Twitter, I, I recommended that game against the Rams, and they lost that bet. I don't know when I'm going to stop. The Seattle Seahawks are on the skid. Both teams are six and three, but the last four weeks the Seahawks have looked terrible, and the Cardinals have gradually gotten better. I still got a lot of faith in Russell Wilson. I still don't like to bet against them when I see a spread this small with them at home. I, I got, I gotta take, I gotta take Russell. I just, I, I know that the, I, I feel like the Seahawks are more likely to turn it around than the Cardinals are to sustain the success. But again, God, I got I got at some point I gotta stop uh, believing. If I hold grudges a lot when I bet, but for some reason Russell Wilson has my heart. Donovan, what do you think? That's <laughs> the exact opposite. <laughs> I took Arizona yeah? over Seattle. Is that, your, that your top three? Yeah,
1: yeah, it is. <laughs> that's why, I that's that? why a pre-show like, we don't talk about this. We just kind of like do it. It's way more fun this way. Um, they're <laughs> that's just tre- true. they're just trending out, man. Seattle's trending. I don't think this is a game where Seattle loses, and in- this is a big game, obviously because it's a divisional game. That yeah, is. Um, Not just conference divisional and a rivalry or whatever, but I think Arizona, that momentum coming off that game, their offense, the way they play, their defense has been stepping up um, and making plays when they need to, man. Um, They're not a great defense, but they've been making plays. I mean, they got the ball back, Um, and they were able to make a few plays. I know, like, Josh Allen had just ran down the field and scored, but made a couple – I think a stop before that. Um, the game would have maybe got out of hand. They couldn't have even had the Mary play. So uh, I took Arizona. I like Seattle. It's tough to bet against Russell Wilson, like you said, and that, uh, you know, Pete Carroll, well, you know, my favorite coach. <laughs> but I'm going to go to Arizona and go to Coach Handsome. This is, uh, you know, it's his wow. time to shine. Colin Murray, you know, big win for them. This is a really big game for both teams. Cool. So definitely. This is a good Thursday night game, back-to-back weeks, because we've been having no some duds. No kidding. First time we won head to Italy.
0: head on Yes, we need to celebrate. <laughs> First time, guys, and I have gone head to head on this podcast. It needs to be noted. My second best bet: the New England Patriots giving two points to the Houston Texans. The New England Patriots are four and five. They've been looking good the last couple of weeks. The Houston Texans are two and seven. New England just beat the brakes off of the Baltimore Ravens. Not beat the brakes off, but they were uh, seven point. Underdog, and they beat the Ravens twenty-three to seventeen. I consider that a very impressive win. The Houston Texans are two and seven. We saw them barely lose to the the Cleveland Browns ten to seven, but we kind of talked about how that spread was a little bit of a fluke because the Browns Nick Chubb ran out as the one at the one, so really it should have been seventeen to seven, which is a, tells a much different story. The Texans aren't good. Romeo Cornell's not calling a good game plan. The offense is still terrible. Um, you know, Deshaun Watson is really one of the only bright spots. And when he's pressured, which is quite often, he's re- really makes a lot of mistakes. Uh, New England's on a hot streak. They've won two in a row, and I think that they've kind of figured out what they need to do. Fun fact, and I didn't know this until I had to double-check the schedule, Houston's only won ten ga- two games, and those two games have again, both been against the Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: <laughs> wow. Yeah. I didn't That's know like- that.
0: It's so stupid. It's not like a fun fact. It's something that you if you thought about it for two seconds, you'd be like, Oh yeah, that's true. But I you don't you forget about it when you're looking at it. But yeah, the only the only two victories race the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh what do you got for your second game?
1: Uh my <clears throat> excuse me, second game is um Cleveland over Philadelphia. Three and a half.
0: Whoa, dude. Yeah. Tell me about it. We, 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 hand-capped, we hand-capped talked
1: about it last night. night. Yeah, I last think night. Uh, Philadelphia, I'm going with the trans, man. Uh, Cleveland hasn't been necessarily playing that well. But they're still winning. And then just Nick Chubb coming back, them being able to run the football. I think there's going to be a low-scoring game, too. Both teams can run the football well. Um, the Eagles, I know their offense is ranked 24th, but they're actually 10th in rushing yards per game. Uh, if they can give Miles Sanders. The, Miles Sanders has never had 20 carries in a game. His whole That's career. insane. And he's that's- probably one of the best running backs in the NFL, I'd say. <laughs> um, that's so, you know, I, I hope think he only had carries last week, right? Yeah, he's like he's like, he eight, gets like 10 marks. to 15 usually and it's like getting the ball more, but you know, they haven't been, so I don't think that's going to really change. I know who's going to get the ball, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Um, so, I'm going to yeah. rock with them, man. Weather's not going to be great, it's going to be windy, but Cleveland's used to that at this point. Um, but I think yeah, I think Baker might connect like we talked about last uh night show. Darius Slay's great, but on the other side of Ante Max, I was a big fan coming out of pit, but they just haven't been playing uh, well, honestly, um, in the second day. They've been giving up really big plays. They've had a lot of holding penalties um, as well, a lot of passing and They're like, I think, 27th in penalties? That's bad. Yeah. I mean, that's Yeah, 27th in penalties I looked at this morning. So, yeah, I'm going to take Cleveland. Cleveland's been not too penalized to me. I, I didn't know exactly where Cleveland was. I know they had six last game. Um, last week but yeah i'll go with cleveland three-half. it's scary. it's a little scary but I'm, I'm confident
0: dude we disagree on two games after our conversation last night i did take the philadelphia eagles <laughs> get three and a half philadelphia is currently sits at one. as we know cleveland browns are six and three i don't have a great handicap on this game i looked i know the eagles lost the the giants um 27 to 17 but the browns didn't look, look good last week against the texans the texans are just as bad we just talked about how bad the texans were so i mean that i those kind of to me they even out the public is hitting Cleveland hard. There's a lot of public money going into Cleveland hard. So this, to me, is an example where I'm going to fade the public. Especially, So check this out. So the spread, even though most tickets have gone towards Cleveland, the spread has actually gone down because of the amount of money that's flowing in on Philadelphia. Right before we started recording, the spread actually changed to three points. I was lucky enough to get it at three and a three-and-a-half with the hook. Okay, So a lot of big money, big players, the Sharps are going, with Philadelphia, that's not a great handicap. But sometimes, sometimes what you need to do is fade the public and go to sharps. I think this is a good instance of that. I don't have a lot of faith in what the Browns got going on. We talked about how the Eagles' defensive backfield is so terrible. Well, the Browns' receivers aren't exactly great, so I, you know, I don't know if that's really something that they're going to be able to exploit. So we're going to see what happens. Again, I don't your your handicap. We talked about the game last night. We both think that the Browns are going to win. Um, your, your handicap as far as on the field play is much better than the mind but if i'm i'm looking at that money and the money is it's very interesting to me it's also good to note that in the last five seasons uh actually i think i think it's since, since doug peterson has been there the eagles are 66 percent against the spread as a road dog so they cover 66 percent of the time when they are a road dog against a spread under doug peterson to me that's okay. high no it's that so we're going two games against each other. That's crazy. <laughs> um, that is crazy. Right. That is crazy okay. But not That's interesting. Crazy. I hope you're right about that. You know, I hope you're right about the Browns, but the numbers that number is interesting. There's very few NFL games that have had that big of a switch. Uh, I think that this is technically the – as of now, again, a lot can change from now till Sunday, but this is definitely a pros versus Joes, so to speak, kind of game, uh, the biggest one on the books from what I saw, what I glanced at before getting on. Uh, but, yeah, we're both kind of hitting a little bit of a hot streak, but based off of our current bets, someone's going to have a really good week and someone's going to have a really bad week, dude. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. NFL, especially. That's right. That's right. Well, college, we're not going up against each other. So it's possible. Yeah. yeah it's it. still possible. Yeah. yeah. But this was the Browns War podcast. We're going to cut right. this one short. Uh, let's I, actually got, I, short. Got, I got one more.
1: What right? you got? I got Casey over uh, Las Vegas. So you put
0: down four games?
1: That's three, right?
0: No, Ari- you, you took Arizona. You took uh, Philadelphia. Philadelphia. You took Arizona, Cleveland, and then you had another one in the middle.
1: No, man, that was my third one. I only have three right Are you now. sure? Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh, fine. I, I, think I, ta- I think I talked about uh Miami. Um Oh, that's right. I was that's... talking
0: about last week though, how how good that yes. was Yeah, yeah. I don't even know who they played. I time. got um, confused because we were piggybacking yeah. off of each other. When you said when you said Cleveland, I said Philadelphia, and I thought that oh, okay. Yeah. No, what's yeah, your,
1: what's uh, yeah, I was like, don't leave my life. <laughs> Monday, night, <laughs> Monday Night Football, um, Kansas City over Vegas. Uh, I just think, you know, that's the only team they lost to, man. And there's What's a solid the – it's seven. Seven, okay. It's seven. And, and, and <clears throat> the Raiders are weird. Um, they're such a weird team. They're a playoff team, but they're weird. Um, they look – they're fast. They're furious. They look good. They got some veterans, but they're a pretty young team still. Um, uh, obviously, cars having the like. I think you mentioned on the last podcast the the career, uh, best year of his career, and everything. Yeah. And they and they, they they have the biggest win you could maybe say of the regular season to beat the Chiefs. Uh, they kind of gave you the blueprint to do it. I think that was a rivalry game, uh, emotional game, um, a game that they did get outplayed in, but I think it was a little bit of a fluky game. Uh, I think Casey wins big on this one. Casey's just hot right now. I mean, they've been hot all season, even with the loss. Uh, their defense is playing better and they're playing more sound football. The only thing I do worry about is their O-line taking hits. Uh, I know one of their uh, left t- – I think their right tackle has COVID. Um, so that's a big deal. Um, just keep Mahomes safe. But they've been running the ball really well. I mean, This is a team that can, is really balanced now. I mean, Mahomes gets those big plays downfield. But as far as his volume throws, the car's is throwing way more passes than Mahomes. Yes. Yeah, so, and Jacobs ran the ball really well last week. That scares me. But I think the Chiefs Chief defense is – it's it's better. It's a lot better. I remember like when he first took over Mahomes from their defense. From then to now, it's like not in. He has a real defense now, like for yeah. sure. Um, they have good coaches on that side of the ball too. Um, so yeah, I took them on Monday night, and that's a, just. I feel like every time it's on prime time, like they just shine more the Chiefs, so yep. like, they, they they for sure win, and they usually Andy. Win.
0: Reed, bro. Andy I think Andy Reid's record. That's. Uh- I should, I should have had that stat because I, I, I was looking at what, that prime game. Primetime games? Or Andy, uh, Monday night specifically, Andy Reid is killer. Andy And they're coming off, aren't they coming off a buy? Yeah, they are. Andy Reid's pretty mm-hmm. disgusting off of a buy, too. I, I think he's in the 60, 70% against the spread off of a buy. So I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm going to strongly consider putting money on that game. I bet on the Chiefs the first time around when they played the Raiders, um, and I stand by it. I stand by it. The Raiders pounded the Chiefs, but the Raiders played a game like they usually don't. The Raiders are very dink and dunk. I'm going to hand it off to Josh Jacobs 42 times. That's half the reason why Darren Waller has been their leading receiver week in and week out because yeah. they throw it to the tight end a lot. That game was an anomaly. They went deep nonstop. Uh they Henry What a game! but man. they haven't done it since they they haven't they did it one time this year it was against the Chiefs the first time. I don't think that they have it in them. They're not consistent <laughs> enough to do it a second time. And you're right about the youth. That's a good point because young teams make dumb mistakes. Their defense is super young, super talented, super fast. They're always out of position. They're always out of position, and a That's coach a like Reed, yeah, and a coach like Andy Reid and a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes, they take advantage of that shit. And the Raiders' the pass rush has been, nonexistent. It's been yeah, non-existent. it has. It has, and they put a lot
1: of um, not really money because they're young guys, but a lot of draft, high draft picks. Him. Yeah, and Max Crosby, you know, for the year he had last year, being a rookie Pro Bowler, he's kind of and I love Max. You know, had him on the old show, and, and his brother Miles, I know really well. Outside of uh, football, and he's just he's great, and I love him. But he's just not having a good year. No, uh, for forever it is um, double teams or just whatever. I know some people are just saying double team. Like it's not he's not getting double team that much. He's not Aaron Donald, no. dude. It's Max Crossing, Like <laughs> you know what I mean. So I think it's more of just like he's not playing well. And that game's Sunday night, by the way, not Monday. Sorry about that. That's Tampa Bay. Is oh, that right? Well, no, oh, yeah, he got you- some good primetime games on. Man, we got Tampa Bay and the Rams on Monday night. We got mm-hmm. Vegas and. KC Sunday night and then we got the uh what game do we talk? Seattle, Arizona game Thursday. And then we go oh, yeah. we get we get some crappy Thanksgiving football, but I mean
0: <laughs> we always kinda of do though. It's been the I mean well, you know, when the Cowboys are bad Thanksgiving's bad. Yeah, well we get Baltimore
1: we get Baltimore uh Pittsburgh Sunday night or uh, Thursday night, so that's good. Um but the other two games are I mean Lions obviously always play, they're horrible. Uh yeah. nobody wants to watch them and then the Cowboys uh football team versus the Cowboys. That's not you know, I guess that's a big game divisional wise, but
0: <laughs> uh, well, uh, I'll Garrett be betting on it. I'll be gambling on it.
1: But gonna watch you know. Garrett Gilbert versus Alex Smith. Who envisioned that for the Thanksgiving game quarterback? Love love or not love. Alex Smith.
0: Yeah, was it. Yeah, will be Alex Smith. Yeah,
1: because Kyle's out for the season, Kyle Allen.
0: It'll definitely be Alex Smith after the game he put up, which was funny because I was bashing him hard because his first quarter sucked. And then boom, 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 five hundred what was it? Three hundred and fifty yards, four hundred yards later? Dude. Yeah, man,
1: I hate I hate what happened to Kyle just because I, I just knowing Kyle for so long. Um, I hate what happened to him. He, he a, he's not a starter. He just you know he's not. He's, not. he's not. He's not.
0: Know, that's he's a reason why he's
1: undrafted. Sometimes that's when, right. You know, you look to undrafted darlings, but there's a reason why some
0: of those guys. aren't. He's, are in, he's yeah. very fortunate to be to be making as much money. to be, he's be, he's had a very great career considering what's happened to him. Yeah, you know he mean? Can his, bounce his back.
1: Yeah, I'll yeah. be can bounce back. Uh But I see a lot of mocks drafting. Zach Wilson
0: or Justin Fields or <laughs> quarterback dude, so, yeah. fans do not want to see another Buckeye quarterback, dude. They're 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 so violent on Twitter towards it, but dude, exactly. I don't
1: think yeah. Justin
0: Fields, Justin Fields is better than Dwayne Haskins so, like by I, I, far. I, to I me, I would say I would say so, but I don't. Haskins isn't bad, and Haskins wasn't bad. Haskins was a one year wonder. You can't draft a quarterback with one year's experience in a very simplified offense, because the Buckeyes do run a very simplified Baylor-esque offense, and expect him. There's just, uh, it's just, he yeah. kind of.
1: He, he'll, he, he didn't get drafted by that regime. I think maybe he'll, he's still so young, man. I think he'll have a shot yeah. somewhere else.
0: Uh, I would love he to is. see
1: him get a shot somewhere else. But some,
0: sometimes think, when your offense is crushed, that's all it takes, dude. Like Sam Darnold, I think Sam Darnold's great, but bro. Yeah,
1: that guy He
0: wants to cry every time I see him. Sam, I am man. I want to see him go to a
1: spot. too. I would love to see Dwayne compete in like a Chicago. I think he's uh, he could be better than Trubisky and Foles. Or uh, I think so. I would love to see him go to. Uh, I don't. I just mean, you know. There's a lot of teams looking for quarterbacks right now. I think he'd be a Teddy. I always compare him to Teddy Bridgewater, type quarterback. A little bit bigger, he's a lot thicker than him, but.
0: Yeah, I think he's a little bit better than Teddy. Teddy was pretty phenomenal. Sometimes I forget how phenomenal Teddy, Teddy was, was. Yeah, man. Teddy was, uh, he was on the Hoffman
1: ballot. He didn't make it in New York. But he was on the ballot. I, at a little,
0: yeah. I went down and saw him his senior year when he played Cincinnati at Nipper. And he was breaking ankles. I mean, sometimes you forget how great Teddy was. but
1: Yeah. yeah. Just don't call him Teddy H2O. That's still a weird nickname. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're we're about to hit that hour mark. I know the NBA draft's coming up. You got stuff to do. I got stuff to do. We'll get this pumped out so you can check out our winners. Make yourself some money. This is the Browns Wire podcast. I am Josh Keatley. Follow me on Twitter at Josh Keatley sixteen. Please give us a like, review, a listen. Again, check out our friends at Playball Inc at the Dublin uh, Mall, a Tunnel Crossing Mall in Dublin, Ohio. They also have a branch in Toledo. They're having hosting all five starting offensive linemen. For an autograph session, you have to just drop off your item or call ahead. Uh, Donovan, where can they follow you?
1: Yeah, follow me on Twitter at Don James Sports. The name remains the same, like I say every time. And thank you so much. I appreciate it. We'll talk again next week. Thank you, everybody that listens to this right. podcast. Appreciate so it.
0: We are out. your wendy's wake-up call start your day with a better breakfast and get a free drink with any of our morning making breakfast sandwiches that's your favorite drink in a wendy's cup free fresh brewed coffee free diet coke free vanilla frosty chino that's cold brew plus frosty creamer plus free so don't sleep on this deal get any size drink in a wendy's cup free when you buy any breakfast sandwich Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. Limited time only. of participating Wendy's on the card only. Offer valid upon request on most priced qualifying item. Not valid for third-party delivery.
1: Progressive presents forest metaphors
0: about bundling your home and auto.